You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, I think we're live, Joe. Are we on? Is it? We are All live. All right, guys, welcome in. Celtics postgame show. Sunday evening edition. Celtics do it in dramatic fashion. Jason Tatum, another game winner, added to his resume, 122 to 120. Uh, he had a huge game tonight, but of course, Jalen Brown did as well. 31 points from Jalen. We got 24 from Jason Tatum. I'm, of course, Joseph Pavone. Jimmy Toscano is here. Bobby Manning. And we have a special guy in. We guys, this guy needs no introduction, but he'll you're get one. You're not my dad. Hey, you're not my dad. Who is this guy? <laughs> he gets one anyway. Where is Jimmy your dad? Toscano. Welcome in. How you been, Nick? I haven't seen you in a while. Danger. I've been good. I've been watching you guys. That's the only way I see you guys is on this show. Uh, you know, it's like quarantine. Keep it that way. Keep it so, that way. Just got to tune in, you know. Right, well, what do we think about this win? What what a win from the Celtics here. I mean, this one, they, they really had to fight for this one from start to finish. Uh, it wasn't pretty at times, but but I think the second unit impressed me uh, throughout. What, 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 do you, what do you guys want to start with this? You want, want to, Let's go with Jalen, right? Jalen Brown, another huge uh, performance for him, 31 points. He nearly had 30 through three quarters here. And, of course, he's uh, shooting from over 80% uh, in, in this one, 81.3 to be exact. Bobby, let's start with you. Uh, Jalen Brown, of course, had a big shot down the stretch. Of course, Jason Tatum's game winner. Uh, they had to fight for this one, though. It is the Detroit Pistons. But how do you feel about this win? Oh, you got to feel great about it. it. The way they scrapped this one out, the playmaking down the stretch, I think you could say definitively that between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, this is the best playmaking between those two that you've seen in one individual game. I mean, it's an obvious with Tatum breaking 13 assists there, but we got to talk about Brown and where he's being, you know, ranked in the league right now. We already got we already got Jeff Goodman for his pregame or for his preseason prediction there. You know, during, during the uh, what was it, the third quarter, I, sh I shot that out on the uh, on the group thread. I'm like, listen, why isn't the NBA or at least the national uh, media talking more about what Jalen Brown's doing now? Well, he's hovering over 200 points, you know, this early in the season. Leads the league in scoring. Uh, is this the guy? Are we going to tune in Monday morning? And is Jalen Brown going to be the headline that we see on ESPN? 
I hope not. <laughs> I hope we keep flying under the radar with Jalen because uh, he's he's surprising teams. The scouting report is coming out, baby. It's coming quick. So I think it's already been here. He's adjusting and showing that he can adjust on the fly. I don't need Stephen A to be screaming about Jalen. Let's just keep seeing him rack up the big points, you know, big shots. Well, if we Jimmy, and, uh, what's your take on this, Jimmy? What do you think? Yeah, well, we, we should we should note that that our good friend John, uh, the boomer of the group, your father, make it today. Couldn't make it today. He got stuck covering uh, Pat, so oh, he wanted to make sure he wanted to make sure that we let everybody know that last show he called it. He said it needs to be Jalen and Jason down the stretch taking the shots. Nobody else should take a shot. In his words, ever, 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 yeah, ever. That's true. Yep, and so. Shout out to him. Scorching hot take that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown should be taking shots down the stretch. Absolute fire take by <laughs> all the credit in the world. Spreadsheets are out, baby. Exactly. I mean, if you're if you're a Celtics fan watching this game, I'm sure we'll get into the defense. Bobby was pulling his hair out all game because there's a defense in this one, <laughs> as he has been. But the way they were hitting shots, their their go-to guys down the stretch, Jalen Brown. I mean, this guy. What what else can we even say about him so far? I mean, automatic from from within three-point range, literally automatic. And his three-point shooting is on fire right now. So, I mean, he's scoring from all over. He is the 1A or 1B now on this team. I don't even know if this is, we have ourselves a LeBron-MJ debate going on here in Celtics Nation between Tatum and Brown, but it's a good it's a good thing. You know, we're not trying to pit the two against each other. We're just saying that Jay, the way Jalen Brown's playing, um, he can certainly be dependent on to carry this team on a night if, if you know, Jason Tatum isn't tonight. They both were, and that's great because they're a two-headed monster now. And um, you know, you needed you needed that from them because you know, again, it's it's a team that isn't the deepest team. It, last year it was very top-heavy, and obviously with Kemba Walker out and um, Gordon Hayward gone, you need to rely on those guys a little bit more. Now I saw too that it's a, as Brown gets through this first stretch here, leading the league in points. Now Bradley Beal is right there. He'll probably pass him later tonight but the amount of pressure that's on these guys nick and to see that this is the most ever by a celtics player to start a year through many games he passed larry bird in that regard and the efficiency that he's doing it with i mean six for a center and this is a guy taking threes this is a guy taking mid-rangers he's shooting over 70 percent from mid-range i mean have you ever seen anything this efficient from a celtics player over no, a I mean, you know, well the, the double teams will come, guys. Like, let's not get too excited. But they're already right? doubling Tatum. I mean, I don't know. I'm not seeing, like, aggressive Tatum-like defense on Jalen yet. I mean, that's the difference with with Bird and, and – what's he? Oh, God. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez, get him started. Come on. We don't have okay. to go that far back, man. Come on. I, okay. I think, anyway, anyway I don't know what that was. So we always knew Jalen Brown was was efficient, you know. I just think now we're seeing it on a larger scale because he's getting more touches and he's being more assertive. And well, what I love to see also is man, Jason Tatum setting up Jalen Brown for that three point shot down the stretch, whereas he could have easily taken it himself. But that's again to what Bobby said in the beginning: the playmaking side of, J- of Tatum and Brown, both of those guys playing off of each other and getting others involved. That's the recipe for success. It wasn't as pretty as you wanted to see it against the Pistons, but. It was a, it was what you want to see down the stretch to, to what John Zanz was saying a couple of nights ago. Yeah, uh, I, I love the trust. The trust from Tatum to to Brown is that that was the 
not take away that it was a game winner or, you know, the tying actually would put them up two. that was a dagger, man, shooting a three and uh, take that away. I mean, just the, that was the takeaway of the game, you know, biggest shot of the game, short of Tatum's game winner and Tatum gave it up and gave it to Brown. And where was Detroit? <laughs> Nobody was even near Jalen, which sometimes makes the, the shot more difficult. Yeah, no question. That's that, that's true. But 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 you know what? Let's uh let's let's transition to the defense. Let's talk about the two big starting lineup and what we saw from the from the starters in the first quarter and what we saw in the third quarter. Uh, Bobby, let's start with you. Uh, well, what's your yeah. takeaway? I, I mean, a lot of it was made about if Stevens going to stick with this in Detroit or maybe after Detroit. Where do you think he stands now with the with the two big lineup and and how do you feel about it after after this win against the uh, the Pistons? Well, I haven't liked it. All right, I, I know Jimmy was asking in the preseason, or it might have been John. I'm always reass- I'm always uh, misassigning blame here, but I think it was Jimmy who asked. <laughs> you see them going with Tice and Thompson together because we're all Good figuring man. out what that third wing was going to be. And I was stunned that they've not only gone with Tice at the four, but they've rode with it so strongly, going 11 minutes a game with it. Um, Brad was asked about it. He's been asked about it several times over the last few media availabilities. And he's standing by it, but he it feels like he's starting to lose a little bit of trust here. Let me know what you guys think. I mean, you know, I think it's, to be honest with you, that the whole, it's probably been too inconsistent to draw a conclusion. Um, but maybe that is the conclusion. Um, the first half start was not due to, um, you know, what alignment we were in or the double bigs or anything like that. It was the fact that we just stunk at the start of the game. Second half, we started with way more, you know, um, pep and, and emphasis, and we were much better. Um, go back to the Indiana games, very similar. Uh, one half good, other half not so good. So, um, you know, obviously um, – there will be times that we'll utilize that. There will be times where we won't. Um, but that's not, you know, I, I thought that the um, best way to say it is that was, that was five people. <laughs> that was not too So I think it's the same story tonight. He was obviously talking about the game the Celtics lost on Friday. But first half, absolute disaster to start this game. They give up that massive run. I think Detroit was 9 of 11 to start this game against that lineup. Yeah. And then second half, they come out, and uh, they were looking pretty good. In fact, I think Scal pointed it out. And, Nick, you've loved Scal's color commentary, haven't you? <laughs> the one thing I love that he said tonight was uh, rolling Tice to the sidelines into the extra pressure that Tatum's getting on the uh, pick and roll and freeing up Tristan Thompson underneath. That actually worked pretty well to start the third quarter. So it's brutally inconsistent. But at this point, like, where else are you going to go with the starting lineups, especially now Jeff T could be hurt. Uh, he picked up an injury in that fourth quarter. So they don't have a ton of options there, but uh, it's not going well. It's awkward. It's tough to defend perimeter players with Daniel Tice. You saw Tice guarding Jeremy Grant to start this one. I don't like it, but where else are you going to go, Jimmy, in terms of starters? I'll be honest. I just got booted during that. So I don't know it's not about who starts the game. It's about who ends the game. Well, who ended it tonight? We had Semi uh, out there. <laughs> we had I'm Steve using a Brad Stevens cliche, guys. I can't hear Nick. Hold on. I got to bounce out and come back. Well, well Shemi got his – Shemi earned his stay. You know, those three three-pointers. I mean, again, the second unit, I, I was impressed with what they were able to do on both ends in the first half. But then in the second half, you have Shemi knock back-to-back threes and then follow it up with the third in that, in, in that fourth quarter. 
I mean, as much as we say we're not, we're, we don't quite know what to expect from this starting lineup, sometimes like we don't know what to expect from the second unit and what, what sort of production we're going to get from them. Yep. And Semi was a huge surprise tonight. He allows you to get into smaller lineups on the wing. You know, you don't have to play those two bigs. Nick, do you like two bigs? Do you not? Uh, normally, I do. I, I, I hate small ball, but it's not worked out to the way that, that I would have liked it to, or I think Brad had planned it to. So <clears throat> you got to make a change. I mean, I know everybody here is stoked up about this win, and I'm, I'm pretty, you know, it was a good game, but they should have blown these guys into Mars. They should have, Detroit should no longer be on the map after how they embarrassed them on New Year's Day. To come down to a game winner by Tatum, sorry to be Debbie Downer, guys, want, want, but this team's got problems, man. All right, let's see what Jimmy thinks, Jimmy. What, what, uh, what do you think of the two bigs in the, in the starting five? Has your opinion changed on it at all? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously changed a little bit since we're seeing the production, but listen, it's a new look for them. You didn't you didn't have that look pretty much at all last year. You didn't have that op- op- option to do that. So it's not like you can just blame this all on Thompson and Tice. I mean, Brown and, and, and Tatum and, you know, whether it's Smart or whoever, they're all getting used to having that second, that second big man out there. So I think there's definitely some growing pains there. It's an option. It's not something that the Celtics have to do. You don't have to play with that starting lineup. You have some interchangeable pieces that you can work in. And I think eventually they will go matchup based with it. Um, wow, that was a mean, a mean comment right there that got posted. <laughs> but, uh, that up himself. How, uh, <laughs> that's my partner, Carol. But listen, I mean, yeah, I think, I think if anyone's no- noticing the, the issues with it, it's Brad Stevens. So, I mean, I know some people say we might not be critical of Brad on this show as much as we should be, but, uh, you know, willing to, willing to give him the opportunity to mix and match with these guys and see what he's got to work with. Cause listen, it's, it's not the, it's not the finished product team right now. You know, you're missing a massive piece in Kemba Walker. So that is going to change. Jimmy, the so Jimmy, there's not much heart. But there's times there's not the, much heart coming from your screen, Nick. I can barely get a sentence out of you without. Yo, like you're gonna how did you how, how did you snatch my Brockton Wi-Fi? And I'm critical. <laughs> oh, is my Wi-Fi messed up? Do I not look right? You look you look white as a ghost. I don't know. Where's the white balance on that screen, dude? Anyways, talking know. about no life. Anyway, you might keel over any second. I don't know, but all I'm saying is need some energy. Yeah, about, takes, where's the energy? Takes, where's the motivation? Where where you know? Nick takes so, first step back. He's gone. I don't know what you want, Nick. I don't know what you want. You want them to come out. Like cheerleaders, well, I mean, look at what they, they did with Milwaukee, up. Jimmy. Jimmy, yes, I, they won the game, they won the game today, they fought hard, they came back from down against a donut team. All right, well, let's, let's, it's uh, the let's NBA. focus on the positive, it's, Nick. Let's focus it's, on the positive it's, because it's the NBA, yeah. They won the game. I mean, we're, we're two weeks into the regular season, you know, guys are you know getting used to playing again, getting used to play with each other. I mean, you got 25 plus from you got 25 minutes from Pritchard tonight, a rookie that nobody even knew who the hell he was. A month ago, um, you're getting contributions from. I mean, Semi played a great game down the stretch. Had right. huge threes coming off the bench for them. I want to get back to the second unit, but let's let's stick with the starting five because there's two things that 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 stood out to me, which I which I like. When they when this is running smoothly, you can see the the benefits of having those two bigs in there. Double screen on Marcus Smart penetrating had options whether he has an, uh, a contested layup which he did make by the way because his numbers heading into this one did not look good in the paint shooting wise all all around but 
the the number that the the shooting numbers in the paint is what concerned me the most. Marcus has to hit those shots, and if he doesn't, he has those guys to to, to rebound. But you also have options at the corners or at the wing positions for for open looks. You know who the guys that need to knock those shots down. Jalen, whether it's Jalen or, or or Tatum, I mean it, it's when the offense when, when it runs that when it runs smoothly that way, it looks great. Another thing too, when Tice is knocking down that mid range, whether it's the three or the mid range. They're, all of a sudden, they're a tougher team to, to guard, but it's just the inconsistency you're getting from Tice. You're not quite sure what direction you're going to go. So this is the point we, we made after the last game. Who's going to be that fifth guy in with the starting lineup? Grant was not an option, and he struggled in the later stretch of that game. He's a minus 15 for 100 to start this year, and we're all asking, should it be Neesmith? Should it be, I don't know, maybe it is Tice on that fourth spot, but Semi Ojale comes out in this one, and I'm going to keep hyping him up whenever he shows us something. Hits yeah, you are. Goes 4-3, closes the game. Not great defensively, but gives you a little more offense than Grant's been giving you. He might be the best you have in terms of a closing lineup here. Now, Joe Sway, I think Nick said this at the beginning of the show, double bigs find the start. You do it 10 minutes, you survive, you get maybe yep. seven good minutes out of them, you're good to go. What you need is a closing lineup. And Semi showed that he can be part of that closing lineup tonight because he's a sturdy defender. He lets you play with three interchangeable wings on the uh, sideline. And he's hitting threes. I yeah, think this yeah. guy's did only – guys, Did you, get, did you yeah. know, catch uh, Brad doing a little yeah. offense defense with him down the stretch? I mean, he was getting in there, you know, just for defensive purposes. I mean, yeah. listen, this goes back to what we said last game. You, you, want, to put, tonight. you want to put Semi in the game late, that's fine. But don't tell me it's because he hits threes. Semi should not be taking shots at the end of the game. And he didn't tonight. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, it was Brown and Tatum, and as it should have been. Maybe smart if you absolutely have to break glass. You and John. That, you and John. That, that's how it happens. You guys want, you think, you think want these players with miles of space to just catch the ball and make another pass when they're wide open. Fire away. And he hit him. I'm fine with that, but you're talking about a closing lineup. You're now you're talking to me. You're talking about the last few minutes of the game. I mean, Semi's in there middle of fourth quarter, and great job he did. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him tonight. But at the end of the game, you want your you want your go-to guys down the stretch in there. Whether and it's it's Tatum Brown, it's Smart, even though he can take you know pretty awful shots. Not so much this year. I will say his shot selection has been pretty awesome. So I have no real real issues there. John is a little bit more on that on that extreme end where he doesn't literally want anyone taking a shot. Where I will accept shots taken from open players, but I want the looks, first look, second look, hell, third, fourth, and fifth looks to be Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown right now because those are your hot players. Those are the guys you expect the ball to go in right now. I mean, how can you want anyone else shooting the ball but Jalen Brown right now? I mean, right, I get, I get what you're saying, Jimmy. Obviously, that's a fair point, but to, to Bobby's point as well, I think there's sort of a balance in there. There's a there's a there's a medium where you yeah, can yeah. see the topics realistically are going to go in because that's what Brad Stevens's offense has always been like, right? It, it may not look as great now. Obviously, he used to have way more other options besides Tatum or besides the two best players, but that's what he has right now. So it, it's kind of tough to gauge when and when you know when and where uh, Marcus Smart is going to be allowed to take that shot or or when. Fans are going to lose their mind if he makes it, or or if he misses it, or if he makes it. You know, you're not quite sure if you want him to shoot it at all. And I don't. I've always been the guy who's never been against uh, Marcus Smart taking open shots. I'm shot. with you. I'm with you, Joe Sway. But if I'm he's dribbling you. five, six times and chucking them, that's a different shot. You know. I agree. 
I'm with Joe Sway on that. That's right. Thank you, Nick. And your next style FaceTime or whatever that your throwback. <laughs> your I'm throwback trying to fix time. my. Uh, I may have to switch to my iPad in a moment because this Nick chiming in from the brand radio, new, radio, brand new radio, computer. Mister CLNS pulling up with that with that connection, man. A brand new <laughs> computer. I don't get it. Honestly, it looks like he looks like a ghost of Christmas past. Like he's just. Well, you barely... me. If I didn't have a oh, saturation, you... you would look like Casper every game. Nick, did you see the company? I'm just kidding. All right. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how are, we, how are we not going to talk about Jason Tatum yet and what he did tonight? I think this. Was a, I was about to get into it actually because you know down the stretch, tie game. You know, you know my motto: if the game is tied, I don't mind Jason Tatum getting that shot. I just care about what quality shot he gets. That was good. That's good, Tatum. Right? He didn't wait till the very last second. Yeah. Uh, I took his time with that one and, and was patient and got a good look. Yeah, leave a little chance for an offensive rebound right there. If you have four seconds left, right. you know, there's actually a possibility of that. That's another thing they didn't do on Friday. They left too few seconds left on the clock. But there was less time there. I mean, his passing just blows me away. 12 assists. When they drafted this guy, did you ever imagine him ever having 12 assists in a game? I mean, this is just mind-blowing, the amount and the speed at which he's become a great playmaker. He darted that on a line across the court to Brown for that shot before his own game winner, and he had another pass like that to Semi before. These skip passes that you – I always imagine him being like a great secondary playmaker off the roll, you know, finding guys to either side of him. Mm -hmm. But he's creating off the dribble at a high rate right now. And, yeah. you know, Nick, I'm concerned, as you are, about the defense of this team, the urgency. But when it comes to the offense, the roles that everybody's setting themselves into, Tatum is that primary playmaker. Brown is the secondary scorer. Smart, taking less shots. I mean, this has been so quick that they've set into their roles on offense, and it's so smooth on that end. Like, yeah. you know, say what you want about the defense the last couple of nights, but they're getting everything they want on offense. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, when they're hitting threes, for sure, I, I would agree with that. I think that when the when the three balls off, it doesn't look quite as pretty. That's a good point because they they did they they were efficient from behind the arc. I mean, with they they were uh, already in double digits. They already knocked down what I want to say nine or ten three pointers by halftime. I mean that that's yeah. when the Celtics are really rolling. That's a tough Celtics team to beat. But hey, to credit to the the Detroit Pistons, they were there every step of the way. Oh yeah, I mean you talk about and I think uh, Tristan Thompson said this after practice yesterday. He talked about teams getting up to face the Celtics, and I think. We're in the tornado here, so sometimes negativity gets overwhelming. I know you guys are going to all laugh at me. Um, I'm usually positive. This season I'm, I've been a little negative, but the point is the teams are getting pumped up to play the Celtics. You saw it last game, uh, versus game one versus Detroit. This game, game two, really, I mean, honestly, taking away the hot take BS, they should have blown them out of the water, but Detroit played a great, great game. And, I mean, that's really what when, – when all is said and done, you know, did Boston come out as maybe as, as uh, uh, intense as I, as I would have liked to see them come out? No, but at the same time, Detroit did, again, two games in a row. And Blake Griffin was back, and, and Grant had to go yeah. back to the bench. So, you know, and down the stretch, you finally saw execution. Um Really, because that Milwaukee shot that that Tatum had, that was not even a play. You know, that was just a, a, a good, good, good winger. If you want, you know what I mean. Tonight, no. you saw execution, which has been lacking, has been uber frustrating uh, early on in this season, guys. I'm going to back out for a moment to fix this 
this uh, this problem. Yeah, take your time. We were just teasing you, man. Take my time. No, it's brutal, man. I mean, I I can't believe that it's doing this. So I'll be I'll be right back, guys. All right. I mean, you should should probably update your iPhone. Hey, chat room. While I'm gone, make sure you talk about how wonderful John is. Hey, hey. Nick, you might just have to take the plastic wrapper off your uh, if you got a new laptop. You probably still got the plastic wrapper <laughs> exactly. on there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is this is why you can't have a boomer on the show. If you know, you put a boomer on the show, it takes him forty five minutes to figure out the Wi Fi. Well, it's yeah, unfortunate man. because I was gonna get into the whole uh, right. how LeBron. You know, I was actually gonna uh, piggyback over with with that era and, and talk about how LeBron. I'll talk LeBron. I'm not gone yet. Oh, there he is. No, okay. God. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, God, he's not oh, dead. I was into how LeBron, I, I think LeBron James, the, the era that that uh, um, Jason Tatum grew up watching LeBron James, I think it has a big part to do with this, right? LeBron sort of made it cool to get uh, 12, 13 assists to go with your 40 points, right? Whereas the yeah. Jordan era or guys that came before him, it was like, no, just score. Don't worry about everybody else because Jordan showed us that you have to just score, 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 score. And, and I think that that Jason Tatum, there, there's something to that, you know? Kobe. Kobe's another guy. He just had a Kobe's score. another one. But Kobe, Kobe started being a little – he started passing the ball more once he got Gasol, you know, the Gasol era. No, I mean, the onus has always been on a lead player on the team to be able to use their gravity to have other guys score off of that. And that's always going to be true. It's always been true. And guys who couldn't do it – you know, I don't, I don't remember watching Jordan all that much, but Kobe was always kind of bashed for that. He was trying to take too many shots where he wasn't able to, you know, create as much off of them. Now, later in his career, he does a better job with that. I'm just so stunned that Tatum in, what are we talking about, year four now, is already able to do this at such a high rate. Now, the turnovers are still there, but on a night like tonight, they're down a little bit. And this is going to be, I mean, Nick's freaking out. Fans are freaking out. I'm mad about the defense. But look around the league right now. Everybody's 500. You know, everybody's having weird losses. Yeah. The team's brutally injured. You're missing Kemba. You're missing all these other guys. Yeah. I think it's going to be more beneficial. Say you get through 10, 20 games, you're 500. What Brown and Tatum get out of the stretch through highs and lows is going to be make them even better come playoff time. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I mean, this is this is the first time in both their careers where they've really both been in the driver's seat because you don't have a guy like Kyrie or you don't have a guy like Kemba or whoever it was before those, you know, whoever it may be. These guys are clearly, you know, you know they're they're the one one two guys they they're, they're gonna go as far your Celtics are gonna go as far as they take you more more than ever so it's great to have them experience this type of role uh, it's especially at such a young age and not only experience it but but like live up to it like they're they're ex- they're excelling in it yeah you can look at the record and say oh they're only four and three but that's in my opinion to no fault of their own I mean I think they're really outperforming in in a, in a lot of games. Um, certainly Jalen Brown is, is outperforming all expectations, not to say that the expectations were low either. I mean, he's just, that's how good he's playing right now. So um, I think it's great to see. I'm sure you want to, you want to talk, you want to hire from the defense. Go ahead. I mean, right, you won't, you won't hear me disagree with you. Um, but like Bobby said, I mean, we're early on in the season here. Find me a team that's like balls out playing defense right now. And like, I, I just, I don't see it. Um, I think that comes that will come at a certain point in the season. Now you don't want to develop bad habits, obviously. So if that's something that you start to see, then Brad Stevens really needs to get get tough on these guys. But right now, it's nothing that I'm like hitting the panic button about. I, I want to see them be able to score. That's what I would be panicked about if I'm a Celtics fan. Not the defense. I'd be more concerned who's scoring for you because Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are doing it right now. 
but they can't keep up. You know, Jalen Brown, I, I mean, as good as he's playing, I mean, can you expect him to keep up this pace all season? I certainly can't. So you're going to need other guys to start stepping up here, um, whether it's coming off the bench or whether it's one of the big guys. Well, I'm worried about Jeff T. Do we have an update yeah, on that yet? I, I mean, I, he goes I down. Know. I was going to transition into the second unit. Jeff Teague, obviously, he did uh, look like a, a, an ankle injury. No update right now. I'm looking through Twitter. But uh, if we come up with something, we'll certainly put that, you know, let, let you guys know. Um, but the second unit overall, guys, how do we feel? Of course, Pritchard. Um, Pritchard, listen, we talk about how he's Pritchard. so important defensively. But he had this one three-pointer where I was just like, man, that's just not what a rookie does. It was just put the ball on the floor, a couple of dribbles, you know, right in front of your defender's face in the fourth quarter, and he just drains it. Like, I just this, – this kid's confidence is something else. I mean, we knew that heading into it, but – and now that Jeff Teague may be at least missing the next game, uh, now that this, these guys have to go on another back-to-back here, second night of a back-to-back Monday against the Miami Heat, uh, how do you feel about the second unit now as a, as a whole, uh, Pritchard, you know, whether he's with or, or he's definitely going to be without Jeff Teague, but – how is the second unit second unit going to stay afloat? Well, well they're getting thin now, and I, all sudden, you know, I don't know if we can rely on Shemmy making three threes every night. I don't know. Oh, are they in Tampa tomorrow, Jimmy? Is it back to back? Yeah, it's Tampa. Back tomorrow? Oh, excuse me, Tampa. Excuse me, Tampa. Those, yeah, the tomorrow, Raptors, baby. Oh Lord, this schedule. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, so so you're thinking you're thinking Jeff Teague probably won't play tomorrow if he can't get back in this game late. I know there's only a few Uh-oh. minutes left. Um, now we're down to two. Me versus Jimmy. Let's go. <laughs> it's like the final boss. <laughs> uh, Joe Sway's back, but you know we're talking. I got my floor Pritchard- mixed up. Sorry about that. Pritchard's been a revelation for this team. And you would have thought a Teague injury at this point in the year, if he wasn't producing, would be all the more devastating. He'd be down to one point guard. So they can sustain this a little bit. But now you're talking about Grant coming back into that fold, probably, in terms of bodies. Uh, Javante Green is going to be out for the rest of the road trip, I believe, is what Steven said, with this COVID protocol. So we're talking Grant, Pritchard, Rob. um, Then, you know, whoever else you want to throw in there at this point. Does Neesmith get an opportunity now? I don't know. Oh God, the age-old question. We're gonna we're gonna ask that question every every game. I think where's Neesmith tonight? But they look um, good though. Their second unit looked good to answer your question. I think, we'll see, I think we're gonna see some more Neesmith. Yeah, if Teague's out, yeah, for sure. If and you know what's coming up now? It's Tampa and Miami. You know, two tough-ish games here again to keep this road trip rolling. But I've been impressed with the second unit, Jimmy. We need you, you know, middle here. Come on, even yourself out about a little bit here. Dude, I, so well, to the right. Here's the problem: I, I, is I can't see myself right now. Because... Also, I can't hear Joe Way. Like, a little bit to the right. A little bit to the right. Oh, but you can't hear me. There you go. Perfect. But he, perfect. But he, here's the thing, though. I got. I'm gonna dip out and come back because I can't hear Joe Sway. But the one thing I want you guys to talk about while I'm gone. No Grant Williams tonight. Bobby, you mentioned Grant Williams off the top, and um, that was kind of interesting to not see him play. Well, I wrote this morning for uh, CLNS Media that the lineups are the biggest issue with this team, and the biggest issue with those lineups was Grant. And we talked about this, Josue. Mm-hmm. He can't guard on that perimeter, and all of a sudden he's a minus 15 for this team, dragging down Tice's uh, ratings, it seems like. You know, John said no one wants to play with Grant because he's going to drag down your rating. And that's what it felt like for Tice. You know, Tice had a decent game tonight. Grant doesn't play. And if you're not going to defend under Brad Stevens, who said this before, you're not going to play. And he doesn't bring all that much on the offensive side of the court to make up for that. I mean, his his start to this year has been so shocking with how poor yeah. it's been on the defensive side of the floor. And if he can't do that, he can't play. I mean, it was a good decision right. tonight. I just, it's, yeah, I guess shocking is the right word to use because his footwork, I mean, it's just like, 
what happened? You know, I just don't see the same quickness. It, it seems like he just he can't stay up. Uh, he can't keep up. Excuse me. You know, and, and I think that's why you know I would have, especially in this Detroit back to back or these two games set. I would have loved to see some Javante Green. See what he could bring. You know, uh, with that lineup because obviously that's someone that can keep up. He's he can defend. Uh, he knocked down a couple of threes. I don't know. There's more in preseason, but I mean that that's the one that gives you an upside because Grant Williams just hasn't shown much of anything so far. Yep, they're yep. running thin. They are running thin in Boston. Uh, we I have mean, a we we have a sponsor, Joe Sway. I think the road right. just got over to you. We sure do. <laughs> you just got it right now. All right, Thank the you, new year here. You already know LinkedIn.com/slash/scribe. Uh, this, this this is the our our sponsor. If you haven't already, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's a brand new year, which makes a fresh new start for your small business. Right now, uh, pretty simple. LinkedIn, you need a job. Active get community on professionals. More than 722 million members worldwide uh, post a job. LinkedIn will quickly get you get you your role for more qualified candidates and do it faster. All right. So if you haven't already, LinkedIn.com slash scribe, get $50 off your first job post. That's right. That's because of us. Just because you tune into, you know, us, these, these clowns over here. The three of us. Head to LinkedIn.com slash scribe. If Nick shows up on this show one more time with that screen, he's going to have to hit up LinkedIn because he's fired. Well, we, from did. Think, we did. We did this we, morning. I think if we should him out of it, man. I don't know if he's coming back. I don't I think it's, I don't know where he is. We got if, you head, if you head over to CLNS Media on LinkedIn right now, we posted a Celtics intern opening. John has mentioned this on the previous shows. We're looking for Celtics interns with production oh, okay. experience, some level of video editing experience preferred, but... You know, you're going to be able to do a little bit of everything here. Some writing, some production, some editing, press conferences, all that stuff. So we have openings right now. We're using LinkedIn to find a candidate, and that's a, that's the a beauty of it. You know, that's we already right. have a bunch of people. Because, of, because Bobby's the one weaving through that, uh, for people who don't get the job, he has a UPS application, guys. We're going to make a little extra money during the – we got another week or so before the the, uh, the the Christmas shopping dies down a bit. You know, the last minute guys are still getting their presents out there. So, all right, right. Let's, let's do final thoughts here, Jimmy. Well, well, before we did final thoughts, I, I wanted Bobby, I wanted to give you the floor to talk about your team that the Souths are going to be playing tomorrow. I mean, what's going on in Tampa, formerly known as Toronto? I think oh, so I, I watched them against New Orleans last night. It looked like a game they could win. I believe they're either two or three or one, two, one and four so far. You mentioned the Siakam situation. He is struggling mightily to start this year, and it breaks my heart. I mean, I was thinking of those teams in 2019 and 2020 last year. They were so competitive. They always figured it out. They stayed in every game. That's just not there with them tonight. And I, I got to say this, too. If Celtics fans were the GM of the Boston Celtics and the amount of hype that Aaron Baines had as the target this offseason, oh. oh. it would have been bad. It would have been ugly to start this year because he's getting all the minutes at center in Toronto, and it's not going well. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> it, not, it, ideal. not an ideal situation. So they, they don't have a ton of depth. Uh, Siakam's not playing well. What are you going to turn to there? They're thin. And that ultimate, that actually looks like one of the easier matchups that the Celtics have had to face this season. Detroit's more fully loaded and rolling than Toronto's been so far to start this year. And man, the league really screwed them, send them to Tampa. Nick, yeah, you with us? They're going to go into this one with some, you know, little extra oomph into it because of what happened between the Celtics and the Raptors. They, they're not going to forget, right, Bobby? And Van Fleet's been balling out. You know, he's making that money. Making that contract look worth every every dime, at least up until now. Uh, the problem OG, there, Siakam. 
OG Siakam, can go yeah. off. Hey, Siakam is broken. What does Siakam do against the Celtics in that playoff series? Not a whole lot. And they're nearly, Absolutely they're nearly nothing. Not Celtics. So that series know. might have broke him. This is a tough matchup for the Celtics. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy where, where, do you, where do you fall on this? It, well, it's a tough matchup for sure because, because of what we know about the Raptors. But the way they're playing right now, they're struggling. Um, Siakam is not himself. I don't actually. I'll be honest. I don't even know who Siakam really is. Is he the G Leaguer? Is he the NBA <laughs> player? Did the Celtics break him. Did the Celtics break Nick Nurse? My guy, Nick Nurse, who's thinking about uh, a call as we speak. I've never seen a guy complain more about balls in my life than Nick Nurse. So I'm sure I'm going to be reminded very quickly tomorrow how damn annoying Nick Nurse is on the sidelines, especially with without fans. Or we'll, we'll be here able to hear him complaining from start to finish. But um. You know, I think the Celtics go out there tomorrow, coming off a nice win today, despite what Nick Gelso wants to say about it. Um, a little bit of momentum, um, and, and 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 I'm expecting them to 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 win the game tomorrow. Whether or not they do, who the hell knows? Um, but uh, I like what I'm seeing out of their out of their top players. Um, and I'll, again, like I said in the Celtics Raptors series, I'll take the Celtics talent over the Raptors talent, despite the fact that they're you know down a couple guys since that series. I love that line. That should be the line for a lot of these Celtics games. Though. Maybe they win. Who the hell knows? I think Winhorse said a desperate team's going to step up and make that hard and trade. And it's hard to look at anyone that's going to be more desperate than Toronto with Masai Ujiri yeah. in the last year of his contract. That team aging a little bit. You know, do the Ra- Rockets want to do a little Kyle Lowry reunion? You know, that's on the table there. Uh, so that is the team I'm looking at still and saying if any team's going to jump the gun and make an aggressive offer for James Harden, and then all of a sudden they're back in the East race. So I wouldn't count them out too soon. Uh, they're well coached, all that stuff. But, man, Siakam, at one point he would have been a premium trade piece, and his value has just dipped to absolutely nothing. And it kills me. Like I said, I love that team. I love their energy. I love the fan base. You know, they've become fans of ours as well, mostly me. We but might we – might- we might get All a right, big well, crowd this is, this, is a, this is an important question then, Bobby. Did Jalen Brown just snatch Siakam's soul away? Like, is, is Siakam never going to be the same because <laughs> he, he played goes. against Jalen Brown in the playoffs? There probably gonna, would have been I people. I can't believe this shit. <laughs> you with us, Nick? Nick, I appreciate the effort, man, but I, I think – I don't know, man. Bobby, kick his, kick his, his ass off right now. Kick, kick his ass off right now. Final thought, Nick. Nick Final thought. Nick, you guys – all right. He's not here. He's... Nick, final thought. Siakam's going to. Jimmy, final I thought. I just heard Joe Sway. I just heard Joe Sway. There you are. We got you. Final we got you. All right. I'm here for the final thought. <laughs> That'd be good, man. No pressure, though. No pressure, Nick. None at all. I'll say this. John's way better than me. That's one final thought. Hey, hot take, hot take. That's not true. That's not true, dude. UPS sucked this holiday season, Bobby. Uh, that's, that's I told you it's because I was on here. I, I was know, too man. busy doing yeah, that's these shows. Loyalty, bro. That's called dedication. And uh, <laughs> no, truthfully, you know, it, I, I, I can be tough on the team, but I'm, I'm optimistic. Let's get these kids are 22 years old. You know, get back Kemba this year. I think they could compete in the Eastern Conference. You've seen some, Bobby. You've been all over Brooklyn, and their record blew. After six games, how? What's their record now? I think they were three and three. Yeah, three everybody three. in the league's five hundred. It feels like right, and I, and I think so much needs to be said for these players. You know, the bubble was one thing; you were contained and you were determined to get through the season. 
But this is a whole new ball game, and these guys are going, you know, on these road trips. They're stuck in Detroit for four days. A lot of crap going on. We don't even know about between the testing and the restrictions. All in all, I'd say they're doing pretty good, and and you can't really make an, an appraisal or an assumption until way further into the season, I'd say. Especially, Kemba's got to come back, and then they got to integrate them. Yeah, right, he's well, we're, 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 uh, we're we're approaching what the, the the ten game mark here, or not approaching it, but you, you know what I mean. Where would you yeah. sort of put the uh, the benchmark? Where, where would you put the the line? Where would you draw the line? Twenty games, fifteen. It all depends on Kemba. Yeah, whenever Kemba gets back, that's like that's who they're gonna be. I think you, I think you have to have some sort of some better continuity well, before he comes back because realistically, we're talking what game twenty something for Kemba. Yeah, but at the same time, Joshua, Best you know case. that that uh, Kemba coming back is going to mess up that continuity. I mean, it's 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 a standard thing when it comes to the NBA. It's been going on. I mean, you you take Paul Pierce out of the lineup, team goes on a run, bring him back, they might struggle. Um, this is commonplace. So, yeah, I'd like to see them get some sort of continuity, but I mean, guys, come on. Well, the bench sucks. <laughs> We're going we're, we're gonna to get some good news. All right, so look for that optimism. You you're, you got a little optimism in there, a little optimistic. No, the optimism Thank is you. this. We have, the Celtics have top five duo in the, in the NBA right now, and they're 22 years old, and everybody wants to kill Danny, you know, kill Brad. You know, they've been ahead of schedule so far. I agree. I've said that. This season has been frustrating mainly because I I don't think it's a talent thing. I think it's a focus thing. And and when I think about focus, I think about the elements I just brought up with, you know, the COVID requirements and and everything else. So, you know, Brad's got his work cut out for him. We know he's an X and O's guy. He's got to motivate these guys and, and, and get them fired up, you know. You think back, Jimmy, you know, on the Doc Rivers days, those pregame speeches, you know, we'd get pumped up. So the point is, I don't know what Brad's doing in the locker room before and after, and I think he's a hell of a good coach, but they need discipline and execution tonight. They showed it. That's the takeaway. Yeah. uh, You get John back next game. My, my, <laughs> all right, Nick, you're good. You're good, but don't worry about it. Don't, don't be so down on yourself. It's okay. Nick. Oh, dude, I mean, I just got Nick. loved it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're bumming me out right now. You sounded so. I can't see the chat room. It's driving me crazy. I want to see. Oh, it's probably for the best. It's probably for the best. Now I know how Gary's all those years. Yo, comment Well, Nick, you didn't get a fair shake because you, you, you came in like. From outer space or something with your with your well, I don't know where you were calling in from, but you you Looking look better now. now. Looking sharp. Commenters for that team is being flipping tired of sounds, yo. I mean, aside from the fact that you're probably one inch away from your from your <laughs> video camera, uh, you look okay. I mean, you yeah, you don't be don't be scared to step back for a second. <laughs> no, no, take a step back. <laughs> anyway, we could just call this the critique Jelso post game show. No, no, no. We just we just want you ready to go for the next time you're on. Assuming I we was have ready to make this time. You guys back. sat on chat with me for a half hour. And make sure I got my pizza ready at Sal's next time I come. Back. Listen, we had listen. We we did an emergency call up from you know low A single single A baseball and and you know we we, we appreciate you coming on and we right, know right. that you'll be ready to go next that. time. But I, I do need – I love the ball busting. I do need to defend myself that this ain't my first rodeo. Tampa Bay. It just seems – Nick will be back, guys. Don't worry. I mean, Nick will be back. At the end of the day, Nick could, Nick could 
fire us all tomorrow and we'll never no, be on no, the show no. again. <laughs> so we, we do have to be careful. Be the Nick Delso show for all he, yeah, for all he wants. Careful. Now that, you know, they've gutted NBC, everybody's gone, you know, and uh, I can't watch the Nationals. All right, before we go down this road, so guys, we appreciate yeah. everyone who all tuned right, in. Thanks, Nick. For, uh, for Nick Gelso, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, I am Joe Sway Pavone, guys. You already know where to Tampa find us. Tampa Bay. We're back media. tomorrow. All over social media. Rest up, fellas. Less than 24 hours. We're, we're back at it. We'll be in front of the camera once again because that's the kind of season we have. It's, it's a great season, though. It's going to be good, fun. Nothing but basketball every other day. So I'm that's pumped it. for it. All right. I'll hey, have a good Monday, everybody. You guys cut early. <laughs>